Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to the seventh annual Beantown Podcast Pledge Drive Telethon Fundraiser. This is actually a pre-recorded bit about 90 minutes before showtime starts here Sunday, February 25th. What we're going to do here, this is for the audio audiences who are, you know, missing the live stream at 1 p.m. on YouTube. This, in case nothing else comes through good, in case GarageBand really craps out, I want to make sure you all have the new Daddy Long Legs 2.0 remix debut live here on the podcast. You can find it on YouTube as well on my YouTube channel, Quint Furnace. So here that is. I'm probably going to hear it again in the audio recording of this Pledge Drive Telethon when we get going. We'll see how it goes. But without further ado, the worldwide premiere, Daddy Long Legs 2.0. Hit it. Audio only audience here. This is, uh, we're about to go live on YouTube. We do have a backup audio stream going here on the third computer. I got three computers in front of me, quite a setup here. Uh, we're going to see how it goes. No confidence in GarageBand. The backup audio stream is going to be really quiet, so it's not going to be a great product if we have to use it. But we're going to do what we got to do, and let's go ahead and uh, kick this show off. All right, Beantown Podcast Pledge Drive Season 7, Year 7 is here. We got three computers going. We got audio stream. We got video stream. We got backup audio stream. So we're going to see how it goes. Quinn David Furness coming to you live. We'll kick it off with a song. 
per use. Here we go. I don't know the words, so it's going to be fun. Hey there, cutes, put on your dancing boots. Come on and dance with me. Come dance with me, what an evening for some terpsichore. Hey, pretty face, I know it's swinging place. Come on and dance with me. Romance with me on a crowded floor. And while the rhythm swings, what cuckoo things I'll be saying. For what is dancing but making love set to music playing when the band begins to leave the stand and folks start to roam as we wing home cheek to cheek we'll be come on come on come on and come on and dance with me Hey there, cutes, put on your bassy boots. Come on and dance with me. Come dance with me. What an evening for some terpsichore. Hairy face, I know a swinging place. Come on and dance with me. Romance with me on a crowded floor. And while the rhythm swings, what cuckoo things I'll be saying mm. Mm. for what is dancing but making love set to music playing when the band begins to leave the stand and folks start to roam as we walk home cheek to cheek we'll be come on come on come on Come on, come on, come on. Come on and dance with me. Hey, what's going on? It's going to play play an ad in a second here. Quinn David Furness, welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast, Year 7 Pledge Drive Telethon Fundraiser, what's going on? What's happening? How are you? My name is Quinn, and this is my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast. Oh, what a time to be alive. We got we got tech issues. We got everything going on here. My name is Quinn. We got Computer 1. We got Computer 2. We got Computer 3. We got the phone. Folks, phone lines are open. 815-298-7200. Call in, pledge your uh, your Beantown podcast. Uh, let us know that you're out there. Let's go ahead and get that uh, that donation link up here so we can go through the tiers for this year. Thank you to everyone who's donated already. Three hundred and seven dollars and counting. This mic this mic issue is really bugging me. We got a stand issue and it's just. It's about to topple over. Got to fix that. Um, I'll let you know before we do anything else. Listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Beantown Podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. But we're going to have a lot of fun here today. We got challenges. We got 
listener games when you call in. We have trivia. We have this week on the campaign trail. We have power rankings. We've got pop culture. We've got everything. Folks, we might be here for a couple hours. You might want to settle in. Grab one of your favorite snacks. I don't I don't usually get a lot of like good snackage, but I did. I was at Jewel the other day and I got some of those rolled gold. Kind of a tough tough brand to say rolled gold. It's like rolled doll. James and the Giant Peach. But those little like cheddar pretzels, it's the only thing in the snack aisle at Jewel these days that's under uh, $4 consistently. It's brutal. Snacking is expensive, man. I don't know where this world is going. But uh, yeah, maybe you got some pretzels. I don't know. Whatever you want. Pull up a chair. Call in. Play some games. Watch along. If you're listening afterwards on the audio stream, let's, let's cover that. And then we'll, we'll mention our donor tiers this year. Um, no idea how the audio stream is going. If you followed the Beantown podcast last year or last week, rather, you know that it was just absolutely terrible with GarageBand. It's been that way for a while. Um, but last week was really tough. It cut out like seven times, just, you know, brutal stuff. Uh, so we do have GarageBand going right now. In fact, if you are listening on the audio stream, you've already heard our brand new song, which we're going to pull up on YouTube in a second here for the YouTube stream, because uh, we de- we kicked it off the show with that before our live stream started. I want to make sure we got that in. Uh, but I so I've got the Garage Band going right now. It's doing okay for now. It's never going to make it through the whole thing without interruption. So audio stream apologies. Hopefully it's good for now. That's where Computer Three comes into play. So we've got the backup stream, uh, backup audio stream going. Literally, just the voice recorder app. Um, it's going to be quiet. It's not a high quality computer. It's not a high quality um, <laughs> listening audio experience. But at the very least, it's running. It's uh, it's fairly reliable, fairly dependable. Although this third computer tends to uh, just crash. Uh, out of the blue on occasion. So we'll be we'll be watching out for that. Uh, let's go ahead and talk donor tiers here. And I saw that there was a uh, <clears throat> there was a question in the comments about our Fisher Price phone. Yes, Fisher Price, unofficial sponsor of the show. We've done it in the past where I really try to like to to kind of trick some of the youngsters, fool some of the youngsters, make it look like. I, uh, I'm actually speaking through this phone when they call in, but, you know, life moves on. People grow up. They understand that, you know, that stuff doesn't work that way. So let's just put our phone up here. Hopefully it doesn't slide off. Uh, donor Tears this year. Thank you to so much for people who have already donated. Uh, keep those YouTube comments coming in. I'll try to get to as many as I can. We got YouTube comments. We've got text messages. Um, Everyone who's who's watching in live or watching later, thank you for joining the program. Reminder, we got listener games this year, first time ever. It's not just going to be, oh, how's the weather? Um, or, you know, what are your thoughts on <sighs> politics? It's, we've actually got games lined up. I actually wrote them down, all that stuff, with real answers. So go ahead and call in. Where did this hat come from? Good question. Online purchase, I think. Um, if you're new to the show, maybe this is your first experience with the hat, the suit, it's kind of my Wonka energy, but boy, I've, I've been, been rocking this hat for a long time. Wore it to, uh, 
uh, a couple of Vikings playoffs games, uh, whenever that was last time they made it. Um, so uh, the hat, the hat is usually kind of like a special occasion. The suit I will wear out to a, to a game at least once, uh, you know, once a, once a year at a bar, um, you know, just feels good to dress up. I will say the pants, I got to get those hemmed. The suit coat is like a real nice fit, but the pants are like, it was one of those things where you just buy it online. The, the whole piece, there's a vest too. And it was, you know, Small, medium, large, extra large. I think I got a large, extra large. I don't know. This was years ago. But the pants, usually they do a pretty good job of matching the pants to uh, whatever the jacket would be. But the, the pants are way too big. I can't even wear them without uh, having to just hold on to them. No belt. No belt can do that. Hmm. So if you missed it, GoFundMe.com slash seventh seventh dash annual dash beantown dash podcast dash pledge dash drive dash telethon that's what you're going to want to type in so if you're listening to the audio stream maybe pause do a put it at 0.5 speed so you can really get all those letters or you could just google it uh we're at 307 dollars raised so far i do want to give a, a shout out to everyone who has raised money thank you but i also wanted to if you haven't raised or if you're curious you're just getting your feet wet I want to let you know about our donor tiers, excuse me, this year. So here we go. Here's the donor tier, Silver Club, up, up to a $15 donation, okay? Verbal commendation, live on the Beantown Podcast, Pledge Drive Telethon Fundraiser. Uh, commendation, C-O-M-M-E-N-D-A-T-I-O-N. So there you go. We're going to do some of those in a second here. Gold Club, not Gold Bug, which I read for the first time about, I don't know, Two months ago, I think it was over Christmas break, I was at my future in-law's house, and I'm just sitting there. It was one of those things where, like, I think other people had to work, and I didn't, so I was just kind of hanging out, chilling on the couch. And I was like, I should find a way to use my time productively. This is before I started my now 53-day Duolingo streak, yo hablo. So I'm like, Goldbug, I've known about it. I've read a lot of Poe, not a lot, but, you know, some Poe, but I've never read the Goldbug. Let's check it out. So I, I pull up the gold bug. And it's, it's a pretty quick read. It's a, a like a short story, and you can uh, you can read it. I think I finished it in like forty five minutes to an hour, something like that. Interesting story though. A lot of good uh, cryptography. And uh, with that in mind, I'm going to pause the uh, audio stream for a second here because we're losing it. We'll see. It's uh, you can't kind of see the garage band out of the corner of my eye. It starts to get real like glitchy and choppy, and that's usually the precursor to madness. And my the 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 taking it to the next level here with GarageBand lately, usually it just kind of gets glitchy and it stops and it tells you and it pauses the stream and whatever, you just got to restart it. But lately it's been uh, going into spinning circle of hell mode uh, on the Mac. And literally two minutes before I started recording, I was just trying to get it flow in everything, you know, copacetic, uh, C-O-P-A-S-E-T-I-C. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever actually seen that word written out before. Uh, and it did that, and I had to do the uh, command option escape to do a force quit. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. We're already 15 minutes into the audio stream here, so I, I consider that to be a win. And we got the backup going just in case. But uh, to finish it up, gold about good good on uh, cryptography and symbols and you know hidden figures like Catherine uh, Johnson, I think her name was. So give it a read if you haven't it's kind of an interesting one it's not going to blow your socks off i wouldn't think it didn't mine mine stayed put but uh our donor tier so gold club that's up to a 25 dollar donation you get a mention on beantown podcast season seven wall of champions post on beantownpodcast.com slash blog so be on the lookout for that as we wrap up 
Pledge Drive Month this week. And then, as always, the Topaz Elite Club. It's been around the block. It came back. $26 donation and beyond. Beantown Podcast Limited Edition Collector's Item Tote Bag. And unlike previous years when we completely dropped the ball on, you know, prizes and stickers and autographed pictures, although I think we did do that one year, uh, these bags are already, they're, they're, they're out. They're in circulation. If you've donated uh, before this morning, bag has been shipped your way. I don't know. I think it was my aunt who, who delivered the first donation about a week ago, and uh, I don't know if she's received it yet. We'll see. But I'm using a new vendor, a new site. Uh, were, they were not vetted. So hopefully I haven't been scammed out of like, gosh, it's probably already about 100 bucks that I spent on them uh, this week and last. So if you get your Beantown Podcast Collector's Edition tote bag, don't forget to tweet at us. Beantown, uh, at BeantownCast, that's x.com, twitter.com. Let's check these YouTube comments. Haven't been looking. Uh, people are excited. Uh, dressers, two C's and copacetic. I see three C's. C-O-P-A-C-E-T-I-C. That's three C's total. So a lot of C's. Um, sail on the high C's. Speaking of sail on the high C's, we got a lot of liquids down below me. It's what, Usually I try to like get through the whole pledge drive fundraiser and it's like, how long can I go before I have to pee? I think we're going to have to have a built-in pee break today uh, because it's just, I'm looking down and uh, let's, you know, let's get into it here. We're, we're going to save one for a little bit later. That's going to be the challenge portion where if, if we raise a certain amount in that, you know, however long it takes, uh, I'll, we'll send it into triple nitrous overtime and do a lot of extra donations. This is a, a dark hearts. Dark Horse. I don't know why I said it that way. Sauvignon Blanc, 2022. So it's aged, right? Aged gracefully, unlike the Beantown podcast. Screw off cap. You got to do that. I uh, We have an electric wine opener, and it was out of uh, juice the other day. We were trying to open up a bottle of white that uh, needed to be decorkified. And I'm like, well, I'll just go get my uh, my Swiss Army knife that belonged to my my great grandfather, nowhere to be found in this apartment. In fact, last week was a real. Uh, we we said uh, listener discretion is advised on the show. Last week was a real mind fuck. Uh, lost my uh, Wi-Fi router, not the one that we actually use, obviously, but my my backup, it's gone. And uh, same for my Swiss Army knife. So it's little gremlins sneak in. Gremlins, Gremlins three. That could be the plot. Little gremlins sneak in, take people's Swiss Army knives and Wi-Fi routers, and just wreak havoc on them. Terrible. Hate it. Hmm. This is a white. That's pretty cheap. Reminds me of the sort of thing I would throw in my Nalgene and uh, pop it, top it off with a couple ice cubes. Take that to kickball. Oh man, you're toasted. You're round in third and you don't know if you can make it all the way. You've already been running for 15 seconds at that point. But it's fun. It's it's fun. Uh, Topaz Elite Club, $26 donation and beyond. Beantown Podcast Limited Edition Collector's Item Tote Bag. When you get your tote bags, tweet at us, BeantownCast. Send us an email, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Uh, maybe carrying some dark horse wine. Maybe carrying navel oranges. Maybe, I don't know, it could be good for like the dispensary too, I guess. People see the bag and they're like... Who the hell still listens to the Beantown podcast after seven years? And they see your drugs in there. Like, now I understand. Now it's become clear, like the after guy in a Claritin commercial. Uh, but thank you to those of us, or those of you all who have 
donated uh, lots of donors already. Let's get the uh, uh, Dan. If you are part of our gold club, you will be featured on our wall of champions. Thank you to uh, what we have so far: Anna Ogunike, Jose Ramos, Abigail Furness, David Sally Furness, Anonymous, Scott Furness, Jane Dennison Furness, Molly and Tom Morello. Thank you so much. A reminder: phone lines are open eight one five. 298-7200. Here's the deal, folks. You don't need to have uh, you don't need to have uh, not donated yet in order to call in and play our listener games. Because I got got a lot written. I even did a backup one on the exercise bike this morning. I was like, what if what if twenty thousand people call? No, not twenty thousand. Like, but fifteen. You know, I I'm gonna run out of games. It's gonna be live on air. It's gonna be embarrassing. So. Um, Let's see more YouTube comments. You're going to show the people the tote bag sneak peek. I don't have one, or else I would. That's the thing. That you want to know how limited edition this tote bag is. I don't even have one. That would be like imagine. Imagine you want Don Mattingly's 1986 World Series jersey or something. And you're like Don, send me a picture, and it's like it's so limited. I don't even have one. Or who is the Kirk Gibson? Uh, that mustache. Mm. Good stuff. Let's. It is a Beantown podcast show, after all. So I think we ought to jump in. As a reminder, we got so many things planned for you today. So let's not wait around any longer. Let's go to our show notes, and uh, just a you know a reminder of some things to come. Oh, we got a call coming in. This is going to be a <coughs> lot of fun. Brother of the show, Walt Furness. Here we go. And uh, when we get the callers on YouTube, kind of hard to hear because I'm not actually hooked up to a mic there. So just play along with it. Garage Band still doing good. Beantown Podcast, 7th Annual Pledge Drive Telethon Fundraiser. Uh, Quinn speaking. Hey, Quinn. Just wanted to call in and figured I might as well jump in and be the first caller. Thanks. Appreciate it. How's, how are things in uh, the great state of Ohio? How's, how's, how's our boy John Kasich doing? Well, I don't know. I think he, uh, he seems to have more or less disappeared from the public eye. I don't really know what he's up to, but you don't hear about him much these days. No, there's there's a lot of politicians like that from from years ago. I like doing deep dives on them and just kind of seeing what they're up to. Although their their uh, Wikipedia pages tend to not be updated, and uh, without Wikipedia, I don't really know how to do research. So it's tough. <laughs> now your uh, your master's degree didn't prepare you for research outside of Wikipedia. No, no, I had to do it. Um, let's pause this audio stream. MacBooks well beyond their years. What advice do you have as we uh, we're on year eleven here of my MacBook? That's that's impressive longevity. Mine uh, mine, which I think is no longer working, although it's been a few months since I've tried. Uh, I I don't know. It's tough. I mine made it to about let's see. It, it was about a two thousand eight to last year. At some point, it was still working a little bit, so it made it about fifteen years, but. Uh, the last couple of years, I didn't use it for much because the internet basically evolved beyond the computer. You know, like I couldn't update any kind of system that could handle modern websites. Mm. So you'd go to like YouTube and it would just be this like weird salad of tiles and things and stuff wouldn't play. And you could still get some really basic sites to load, but it was kind of a disaster. <laughs> so it's tough. I think you've had pretty good fortune with your macbook if it's still running garage band uh but it's i don't know my best advice is to back up your files <laughs> yeah. well i yeah i was <clears throat> i haven't uh, dared to try to play a video on this thing in a long time i did log into email just this morning though which was a pretty herculean feat for this thing 
pretty uh, pretty fun to be able to get into that. And you know, the the crazy thing about this MacBook is I I was real wor- worried about. It. I think it was back like season one of the Beantown podcast. I had this weird RAM issue, and I literally had to order a part off of the internet and do surgery live on our Christmas Day stream. It was nuts, um, and it worked just by following the video tutorial, and uh, it's still still kicking. So I'm it's about the handiest thing I've ever accomplished in my life. That's but pretty good. Yeah, I've never done that with mine. I've I had to change the battery a few times. Did you ever change the battery? No, I haven't. I haven't changed the battery. No, that's impressive. Yeah, I, I can get about a full hour out of it without charge, but uh, that's definitely good. no I longer. That's pretty good. the point with mine where I, I, it uh, pretty much had to be plugged in like constantly or it just, I mean, it could maybe go like 10 minutes. Yeah. And, and I changed, I think I went through two batteries maybe on it that I put in myself. And it's really not that hard to install, but that was the extent of the... Uh, repairs that I did on it. Mm. Yeah, well, I appreciate you calling in. We got we got listener games here, and you know you're the first person, so it's it's pick of the litter. I've got one that I think would be a good fit for you, but I'll give you the different uh, games we got here, and you can choose. Uh, so I guess this is a, a sneak preview for other people watching the stream. They they get an idea of what our categories are like today. Um, so here are the, uh, the one I, the one I think you'd be a good fit for would be highest point by country, but our other options would be president trivia. Who said it, uh, world war two death toll, unbreakable sports records, a logic, a logic puzzle, telethon around the world or which Josh Hutcherson role. So you can pick whichever game you want. Definitely not the last one. Let's try the, the country high points because even though I'm going to be embarrassed if I don't get some things, it's probably my best shot of success. All right. I think we got eight, eight here, it looks like. Uh, yeah. All right. Here we go. All right. So I'm going to name the mountain or point, landmass, whatever. No technicalities here. You give me the country. And this is uh, no joke per playgroundequipment.com. It's their list. <laughs> Their sales <laughs> play now all right <clears throat> here we go these are all this are across the board crazy levels of difficulty to easy ones so we'll see I, I think you'll do i think you'll do solid all right here we go number one uh and i can spell anything you need me to okay kanchenchunga That's right. There we go. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Oh, this this one, I don't know if you know, but it could be up your alley. Number two, Ojos del Solado. Oh, okay. So definitely a Spanish name. It means eyes of salad. Just kidding. I don't remember what Solado means. Someone's been doing their Duolingo just like me. Good guess. You got to go further south. Mm, okay. Much well, for much further not, south. I know it's not Costa Rica. Okay. Uh, let's try mm, Argentina. Ooh, you got to go. You got to left a little bit. Go left. <laughs> Is it Chile? It's Chile. Oh. If you got issues, take it up with playgroundequipment.com. I mean, that's okay. I, I just feel like I should have known it since we were mm. in that country last year, a couple years ago. Anyway. It's all right. I, I got it. I got to bounce back for you. Here we go. 
All right. Number three, Mount Ararat. Oh, I believe that's in Turkey. Mm-hmm. And do you know uh, it's like their, uh, their, their flag or like their currency or something, not Turkey, but another country features Mount Ararat heavily. Do you know which country it is? Currency. It's something um, like that, something official looking. Okay. Oh, I, I don't think I actually know, but is it, um, well, I know it's not in the flag, but in Georgia? I don't know. I think it's Armenia, but, uh, okay. yeah. I'll try to confirm that. Playground, uh, playgroundequipment.com didn't have that. That was just my own knowledge, but, um, I can definitely see it being on the, on the currency. I don't, I don't, can't think of any flags that feature a mountain in that part of the Anyway, there, it, Ararat is known as the Holy Mountain of the Armenian people. So that's per phoenixtour.org slash blog. Oh. Boy, you're really finding some gems of websites. All right, this, this next one's going to be really tough, and I'll give you a, a hint that's not really a, a, that helpful, but it will it'll narrow it down. Let's just put it that okay. way. All right, next up, Mount Villinigli, V-I-L-L-I-N-G-I-L-I, and it is uh, 17 feet tall. So 17? That's right. Oh, man, it's like Florida. Uh, okay, so the when you first said that word, it, it made me think of, like, Vilnius in Lithuania, but I doubt that's... I, I Not, know, how did, nope. did it end again? Uh, something that sounded almost Italian. G G I L I Mount Villa Villingli. Uh, okay. Uh, is this somewhere like in the South Pacific? It's in the <laughs> it's Pacific. it's in the Indian Ocean. Uh, is this the Maldives? That's right, Maldives. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, famously low-lying country. That's mm. a good one. All right, I got this. This might be the toughest one of all of them. So just. Uh, go go back to your South Pacific instincts on this one. All right, <clears throat> per playgroundequipment.com, unnamed location on Cow K A O. Okay, let's say uh, I actually don't know what that is um, in terms of like where that presumably island is. Let's say Federated States of Micronesia. Uh, I would say close, but I actually have no idea because the Pacific's really big. <laughs> it's. Uh, <laughs> You're a boss. <laughs> it's uh, are both Mount Olympus. Uh, okay. Well, I, I know that's one of them is Greece. That's right. And, um, you would think presumably that uh, it would be close by. It could be a trick, but let's say North Macedonia. Ooh, you got to go a different direction, but it is close. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, think, uh, go, go to the sea. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Okay. So, so I have to go to the sea, but it's a tree. It's not, I mean, this is, this is a little further than I would have expected. It's not Cyprus, is it? It is Cyprus. Okay, mm. wow. Mount Olympus, Greece, and Swipe. On that mm-hmm. Russian history. Mm-hmm. YouTube comments want you to know okay. that, uh, unnamed point on cow is 3,379 feet. No. Oh, okay. Wow. Not too bad. It's not too shabby. I mean, a lot of those specific islands are volcanoes. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> all right, I got, I, I got one more for you. Could be the toughest one of all. We'll see. <laughs> I thought you said that about the last two. Uh, this one's uh, you gotta rack your brain hard. Focus, okay? 
Mount right. Mount Kenya. <laughs> Hey, there you go. All right, I think that was like six out of eight, something like that. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, six, five, I don't know. Anyway, I'll take it. Well, that was fun. Thanks for putting that game together. Of course, and and we've got so many other games, so if we get towards the end of the show and, you know, no one else called in, come back, and I'll get some Josh Hutcherson questions for you. Oh, boy, yeah, I I know about one, maybe. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I'm going to try to stick around the – the stream as long as I can. I just wanted to let you know that we're smashing that donate now button and joining the Topaz Elite Club. Mm, nice. Looking forward to to that. I feel like uh, sometimes you you know you can wait till the last minute to push you over the edge, but today I couldn't even donate before you were way over your budget. So that's exciting. It's that inflation. It's you know this would have been like seventy five dollars back in season one, but I appreciate it nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, glad to be able to, to call in and um, congrats on your seventh telethon. Do you really do a telethon your first year? I don't remember. I'm, I'm pretty sure. You can go back to YouTube. I'd have to check. But uh, wow. yeah, seven seasons and just go with it. Wow. That's impressive. Well, I, Thank I also you. have a, a dog right here if you want to interview them. Oh, interview with a dog. Not on the show notes, but I'm all about improv. So, all right. Uh, can, can, can he hear? Here, yeah, here's Sabaka if you want to ask him any questions. All right, what are your thoughts on Snoopy? Because I feel like everyone kind of loves Snoopy, but as a dog, I could see him being like Taylor Swift for you, where he's like so much attention, and it's like I'm kind of over it already. So any thoughts? All right. That's better than Bailey's done at some points, so it's pretty good. Now you got that segment in on the show. <laughs> We're trying to, it's a greatest hits at this point. Thank you. Thank you, Sabaka. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I'll, uh, I'll let you get back to your, uh, your programming and, you know, maybe let, let other people in on the phone lines, but, uh, just wanted to, to say hi. Thanks for the game. Thanks for playing. Thanks for calling. Thanks for donating. And I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Take care. All right. Bye. There you go. That's it's that easy, guys. Call in, play a game, have some fun, drink some wine. It's it's Sunday after all, right? Lent. You gotta gotta drink on Sundays. Mm. Coming up here, more games. We've got the live debut of a brand new single. You're gonna audio audience already heard me. Video audience, you're gonna get it right behind me. Once the ads play, although probably not any ads or else you figure I'd be getting paid for that if there were ads. Right. So hopefully there's not any ads. Definitely not getting paid. Um, yeah. Where were we? I have no idea. Let's go back to our show notes here. Um, all right. OK, uh, let's do let's do a trivia question. So I, I know it's like, well, we just did trivia questions. So that games. That's how great this show is. So we got more trivia for you. Not only do we have our games, but we've got trivia as well and so i've got a series of uh five trivia questions this day in history so feel free to play along at home excuse me as a reminder call in phone lines are open 815-298-7200 donate uh, at the link i believe it's in the description um but youtube streaming is not my strong suit so go ahead and check it out uh we're going to go in chronological order here i've got five this day in history questions for you so we'll, we'll periodically get back to them here's our first one 
February 25th, 1705. So for you math whizzes out there, that's about, oh, I don't know, 319 years ago. February 25th, 1705. George Frederick Handel's now lost opera about this Roman emperor premieres. Perhaps the orchestra section featured primarily fiddles. So there you go. I'll repeat it one more time. Handel's now lost opera about this Roman emperor premieres. Perhaps the orchestra section featured primarily fiddles. YouTube comments are all over it. These guys are pretty smart. It is Nero. There you go. Nero playing the fiddle as Rome burnt. They've they've since uh, since dissolved or disputed or this something that it sounds like it's not actually real. Oh, we got another we got another listener calling in another brother of the show. We'll see which game he wants to go for. Let's uh, let's check it out. Beantown Podcast seventh annual telethon pledge drive fundraiser. This is Quinn. What's going on? Hey Q. I just wanted to call in and make sure I got credit for that last right answer. You sure did. It's it looks like you came in right before uh, Jane Dennison Furnace on YouTube, but she had the capital N, so we'll do partial credit for both of you. Congratulations. Yeah, do you uh, you want to play one of these games? What are you thinking? I do. Uh, I'm torn, so I might need uh, might need your help deciding between the uh, unbeatable sports records and Josh Hutcherson roles. All right. Yeah, um, those are those are both good. Both got some fun ones in there. I don't know. What are you leaning towards? I'm leaning towards Josh Hutcherson, but I really don't want to miss the sports one so i'm hoping that maybe one of the next callers will do that one okay all right we'll get we'll get someone to do sports records and here's the thing with the games i think i created like eight of them and anyone who's listening or watching you're going to get the content at the end of the day one way or another because uh, i won't finish the stream until the wine's gone until we raise thousands of dollars until my laptop breaks so all any of them we got three going here on on uh, in the studio so all right here we go josh hutcherson rolls this was the one i wrote this morning uh, on the exercise bike i was watching hunger games mocking jay part two and i was inspired so here we go i got uh i got five for you and i'll give you a hint hunger games is not in them so all right so I'm just going to give you his character and maybe another kind of uh, clue or identifying feature and uh, do your best. All right, so you got to give me the film. Number one, goal-scoring Bucky Weston. Is that the first one? <laughs> yeah, that's we're starting it off easy. No, 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 I mean the first Hunger Games. No, uh, <laughs> not that either. Goals. Hmm. This is not going so well. His uh, his father is played by uh, none other than Oscar winner Robert Duvall. Okay, that sounds familiar. Um, kids sports movie. Potentially, potentially Mike Ditka's best role, but I don't want to speculate. Is there we go. Ding, ding, ding. Number one, kicking and screaming. Bucky Weston. He plays uh, plays Will Ferrell's uh, half-brother or step-brother or something like that. There we go. If that was a double jeopardy, I would have come in just under the 
Mm. It's all right. We got there. All right. This one, uh, kind of a similar era. The character's name, Carl Munro, and he's stuck on a family vacation with none other than Mr. Robin Williams. Mocking Jay, is it? <laughs> no. His uh in the film his his mom is played by uh I believe Cheryl Hines, better known as RFK Jr.'s significant other. Oh, sure. Cheryl from Curbs. Mm, that's right. Uh um boy, I think I might need you to like give me the first Five or six letters of this one. Okay, there's only only two in the title, so that could be tough. Oh, give me the first one. Uh, R. RV? The RV, there you go. Ding, ding, ding. Carl Monroe. I've never heard of that one. Is it any good? I think I saw it once. It's like 2004, maybe. Someone can look it up. Um, it's, it's him and... His parents and a sister, and Robin Williams is like a workaholic, and he takes him on this vacation, but it's actually a cover-up because he has to attend this conference or something like that, and he's constantly trying to spend time with the family and the kids, but he's also a you know workaholic. And yeah, it was uh, it was back in the era when they made comedies like that. They don't they don't make as many of those these days, but it was perfectly fine. Probably like a forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, yeah. All right. I I feel confident that uh, you haven't uh, seen this, but maybe you have and maybe you've read it. Okay. Number three, Sean Anderson. And he's taking a long trip inward. I really want to say Hunger Games, but I know it's not that. Nope, not Hunger Games. It's a uh, it's a very long trip that he's on, and uh, it's going to an unexpected destination. And I'll let you know these are all uh, films. It's like uh, Life of Pi. Yeah, imagine uh, imagine if you wanted to get to. China, uh, what the shortest way to get to China would be. That's what that's what Sean Anderson was doing. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. There you go. Nicole got that one. All right. She was, she was whispering in my ear. It's like uh, when they play Who Wants to Be a Millionaire back in the early 2000s, and they phone a friend and they do a Google search before ABC knew what was up. Yeah, you got to lock him in a room with no internet mm-hmm. access. Need a producer. Yeah. All right, number four. Uh, This one is going to be both easy and challenging at the same time, so just do your best. Uh, Number four, Sean Anderson, taking a long trip more horizontally this time. Journey across the center of the earth. I'll give it to you. It's Journey to the Mysterious Island. Oh, is that another Jules Verne? Yeah. I, I I don't know for sure, but I would guess no. Uh, well, there is there is a mysterious island by Jules Verne, and well, you would never believe who makes a cameo in it. Um, uh, Captain uh, Captain Nemo. That's correct. Is, is it, that the island? 
is he's the main character of uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. That's correct. I've never read Jules Verne. Oh, oh, he's great. I'll have to check it out. Good stuff. Well, Good rec. Okay, I'm interested in this movie because I want to know if it's based on the book. I I did no research, so that could be uh, something you might want to check out. All right. All right, this, this, uh, what is that, four, four for four? That's four for four. I think this last one is going to be the toughest one, but it's also by far the most recent. So maybe you're, maybe you're on top of this film, maybe you're not. I was aware of it, hadn't seen it, don't know much about it, but we'll just do our best. All right, character's All right. name, <clears throat> Derek Danforth, and he's uh, potentially, potentially an apiarist in a sequel to a hit Jerry Seinfeld film. All right. His name is Derek Danforth. He might be an apiarist. I don't know. I haven't what? seen it. Sorry. What word are you saying? Apiarist. A bee catcher? <laughs> That's right. All right. All right. And you're, you're so close to the title of the film. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's Jason Statham, but I don't know for sure. Came out last year. It's like a, like a revenge action movie. Secret Life of Bees. Pretty close, but not quite there. It's, uh, Is yeah, this it's, uh, Hunger Games? <laughs> someone who might uh, tend to bees or or keep them. Yeah, what? Beekeeper. The beekeeper. There you go. The ding, 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 ding. YouTube says I it might. Nick Cage was in that one. No, that's uh, Wicker Man. Uh, mm. I hate that. Never seen that one either. I just know the uh, scene with the bees. <laughs> YouTube says it might have been the bee movie too. <laughs> honey, I shrunk the honey. That's pretty good. I'd watch that. Remember when? Uh, remember when we saw the uh, bee movie in theaters? We? Yeah. Die? Yeah. Yeah, it was one of our matinees with friend of the show, Jared Slothauer. You're kidding me. <laughs> definitely no, got really some uh, definitely got some of those uh free refill ICs or Slurpees or whatever they were. Yeah, I mean if, if we were watching B movie, it was definitely for the Slurpees. <laughs> I think it was when uh, you had the remember the five dollar movie club, you had the little card with Abraham Lincoln yeah. on it. Probably one of yeah, those I, I do remember going to we saw uh that uh the jim carrey version of lemony snicket's Un- unfortunate events we saw that uh, one too well, that rings a bell yeah boy that brings me back quality picture 20 years ago mm. well thanks thanks yeah. for playing congrats on your uh we'll, we'll say five for five on the which josh hutcherson role yeah You figured it out. You used your uh, intelligence, and uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. you, you got this life-changing platform. Any other thoughts here on the seventh annual Pledge Drive Telethon? Um, hmm. Do you have any other thoughts? We wanted to ask about a new tier. Oh yes. Um, I just wanted to sort of. 
uh, get your thoughts on, you know, maybe upping the donor tiers a little bit next year, uh, just so that there's adequate recognition <laughs> for those who appreciate uh, the podcast in that way. And, um, yeah. It's it's worth noting you've definitely upped the bar on uh, you know how much how much people are willing to support the arts. So I, uh, I want to know what I guess what I'm trying to say how much uh, an executive producer credit costs. Definitely not uh, definitely not too much. Rachel got a executive producer credit on uh, something special that I'm about to debut after we hop off the phone here. So yeah, it's it's worth. I will uh, take that into, uh, as Charlie Kelly would say on It's Always Sunny, I will take that into cooperation. (laughs) Uh, Last question before I go. Uh, Where's the Bob Barker mic? That's in case Rachel wants to come on. So we'll see if uh, she's in the other room right now. We'll see if she wants to hop on. We'll see. All right. Well, we'll be looking forward to it. You you know, I I wasn't sure if I wanted to do a maiden voyage on such a high-stakes program, but... uh, Next week, for sure, we'll check it out. Yeah, Maiden Voyage is your middle name. Mm. It's a good uh, Herbie Hancock album, I believe. All right, Q. Thank, good chat. Thanks so much for supporting the show. Thanks for playing our game. And uh, if you come across Josh Hutcherson, you can you have something to talk about now. That's, that's true. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. All right, bye. Well, folks, we teased it, and uh, we're going to put our money where our mouth is. We're going to debut a brand new hit single here on the Beantown Podcast, Pledge Drive Telethon. Let's make sure all of our tech is still good, our backup stream's going. But there's no way the backup audio stream's going to be able to capture any of these phone calls, so we'll just do our best. Whatever's playing behind me is not that. I do not want to get... DMC8 or whatever they call it. Oh, it's that song. Oh, on a night. I don't know who sings that. The Outfield? I don't know. All right. Now, I searched for it beforehand so that we couldn't, we didn't have to type it in because anything that I upload, you have to type in every single exact character and then also add Quinn Furness to the end of it. So hopefully we'll save some time on that. I don't know how well this is going to come through audio-wise. Um, the... the GarageBand audio stream already heard it at the top of the show. If you're listening to this on, on tape delay, there we go. But here we go. Without further ado, this is also on my YouTube channel. You can check it out anytime you want. We had a hit single last year for our Father's Day song, Daddy Long Legs. It was, people loved it. It was world-renowned. I'm you know, getting ready for the show this week. Rachel says, hey, what if we brought in a little bit of fresh new energy? Uh, something you know, kind of more young, urban, youthful that people would respond to. I said, let me go to work. Let me take out my DJ software and see what we can come up with. So, guys, this isn't even the Father's Day song this year. This is just bonus content. Daddy Long Legs. The remix 2.0. I'll get out of your way so you can you can watch it with me here. It's going to be electric. Uh, audio stream. I'm just going to pause you while we're doing this, give you a little bit of a break. Um, but you can also listen to it too. So here we go. Without further ado, grab some wine. It's going to blow your socks off. Daddy Long Legs. The remix 2.0. Fired up. Ooh. 
Oh, if you're missing the video stream, you just missed the dance party of a century. What a time to be alive. Daddy Long Legs, excuse me, 2.0, the remix, live now on YouTube. Go give it a like. Smash that subscribe button. Smash the like button. Share it. I don't know. Put it on X. Do whatever you want. Oh, we got another call coming in. Oh, we got to get our games fired up here. We got so many games, so much trivia. This is crazy. All right, take a deep breath. We're only an hour in. Uh, Beantown Podcast, 7th Annual Pledge Drive Telethon Fundraiser. This is Quinn, out of breath from that sick new remix, Daddy Long Lakes 2.0. Check it out on YouTube. What's going on? How are you? Is this Verizon customer service? No. Uh, I think you overcharged me on my bill last month. Has Verizon raising rates like every year, or is they kind of hold it steady? I don't pay my own phone bill. Well, you should. I offer to every year. I say, send me the bill and never get the okay. Venmo. I'll work up an invoice for you. Yeah, I was I was seeing this new product feature on uh, QuickBooks the other day where someone sends you an email, and they use AI technology to pull all that data from the email into an invoice and it kind of creates it for you. It's pretty neat. Ooh, sounds great. I'll have mm-hmm. to get on that program. AI, that's where it's at. This is uh, dad of the show, Steve Furness. Thanks for calling in. How's your day going? Pretty good. Pretty good. We're uh, kind of hanging out, getting ready to go out and do something fun, but I couldn't miss the show. And now you can just pull up your YouTube on your phone and connect it on Bluetooth when you're in the car and you don't even you don't need the radio, you don't need anything else. Just Daddy Long Legs Remix 2.0 over and over and over again. Let's blow this thing up. All right. I'm sure the record companies will be calling soon. Hopefully. Hey, do you want to you want to play a, a game live on the air? Sure. All right. So, the category or the games we got left are presidential trivia, who said it? Uh, World War II death toll, unbreakable sports records, we have a logic puzzle, uh, or telethon around the world. Why don't we go with unbreakable sports records? All right, so it's going to be pretty straightforward. I'm just going to give you a record, and you tell me uh, who holds that record. And it looks like I got uh, like seven in here, I think. I think. I think you'll do pretty good on this, but we'll see how it goes. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, number one, 2,632 consecutive baseball games started. Or played. It's one of those. I don't know. Former Oriole Cal Ripken Jr. Mm, that's right. Ding, ding, ding. Number one, one for one. All right. Number two is also baseball related. 511 wins by a pitcher. It is. And it, you don't meet a lot of size these days. When I when I was a kid before I knew much about, you know, baseball, I always assumed Cy Young was a was a Chinese guy because I just thought Cy was like a weird first name to have, but he he's not. You know, he's he's not Chinese. So. I hear he made a great Mugu guy pan. <laughs> there we go. All right. This one uh let's see. This one you're you're just gonna need a, a hint on, but I think the hint will be helpful. Uh, the biggest blowout ever in college football history was 222 to zero in the year 1916, 
And, uh, well, let me ask you this. Do you have any guesses before uh, I give you a hint? I believe it was Georgia Tech over Cumberland. He's killing it. Jeez. I don't know if he's using AI over there or if he's just naturally gifted, but the Yellow Jackets of Georgia Tech won by 222 points 100 years ago. Pretty impressive. That's in my book, Strange But True Football Stories. <laughs> I got to read that next time I'm, I'm out there. Mm. Okay. You're doing great so far. I think you're going to have a beat on this one, too. Uh, number four, the NBA single-game scoring record 100 points held by this man. Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt. Another good name, Wilt. You think of it more with plants and flowers and leaves, but it could also score 100, 100 points. So he's you're, you're hot right now, actually. I think I said I had seven. I got, I got three more for you. So five for five so far. All right, here we go. Don't overthink this one. Big, biggest margin of victory in a triple crown horse race, 31 lengths. Would that be Secretariat, 1972? It sure was, and I don't even have the year in front of me, but I'm going to take your word for it. Secretariat, 31 lengths. That's that's crazy. Um, and a, a shameless plug for the Beantown Podcast, 7th annual horse name special. Kentucky Derby is like early May, I think, so we'll we'll have our horse names there. Um, Dad, you're included in this. If you have any listener suggestions you want to email in, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com, let us know. Uh, we'll try to read uh, best horse names live on the air. So you're, you're nailing it so far. You're, you're six for six. This one is going to be, uh, I don't want, this one we're going to up the difficulty level a little bit, but I think, I think you can, you can reason it out. All right. Number seven, the most consecutive I think this is, uh, it must be single season, NFL losses. It's 26 straight losses uh, for an NFL team. Do you know who that was? That was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost their first 26 games. Jeez, he's on fire. He's about to run the table. Oh, this last one. I, okay, we'll see. We'll see if you can do it. This is, uh, I think, less in your wheelhouse than some of the other ones. Uh, the number is 200, and the fact is the most NASCAR wins in history, 200. Oh, boy. Was it Richard Petty? Oh, he did it. He ran the table, eight for eight. Richard Petty with his cool hat and his mustache. Congratulations, eight for eight. What a what an impressive showing. Wow. wow. Oh, we just lost our live stream. Uh, we just lost our live stream. Hopefully we're back. Oh, no, it took me. Oh, we lost the stream. This is tragic. Uh-oh. Well, at least I got my answers in before we lost it. Yeah, congratulations. Sorry this is not going on YouTube right now, but, yeah, they did. we did get the 8 for 8 before you, uh, before you, uh, before we lost. Boy, I'm, this, is, this is tragic. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Well, the audio the audio stream's still going, though. I'll do my best to try to fix it remotely, but uh, boy, that's too bad. Anyways, well, congratulations again. You got you got anything you want to plug while you're here? Uh, on my hair. Mm. <laughs> Good one. Um, uh, we've got another friend of the podcast right here who wants to say hi. All right. Hi. Congratulations to the 7th Annual Beantown Push Telethon. 
Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for, for calling in and sorry we lost the live stream. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, hope it comes back. We're really enjoying the show. I'm going to start a new one. Uh, we'll just make it a part two and I'll I'll try to send out some links in a second here. That was very impressive. I would have gotten like three of those without looking it up. So congratulations again. Nice work. Yeah, I wish I knew more about important stuff, but mm. oh well. <laughs> it's all right. It worked out. Well, thanks well, again for calling. Yep, good re- luck on the rest of the telethon, and we'll talk to you again soon. Oh, thank you. All right. Love you guys too. Have a good Bye, one. Ladies. Bye. All right. So this is just audio stream right now, and uh, this is absolutely brutal because we have lost the live stream, and uh, boy, just don't know what to say. I think the Wi-Fi just cut out, and I don't have any sort of, uh, excuse me, response to that other than we literally have to go live again. So I'm going to go live. We're back live on YouTube, but we got to redistribute this link. And so I'm going to try to use my uh, mic stand here to go hands-free. Thank you to brother of the show, Walt Furnace, for the killer mic. And guys, we we haven't even gone to our challenge yet. We got so much more that we got to do on the show here today. But first, we got to get this live stream back out here. Fortunately, this mic stand is toppling over, so it's not going too well right now. All right, this is going to just be fine for now. You're getting Chord City over here on uh, Quinn David Furnace Presents the Beantown Podcast. All right, make do with this. I'm holding it up with my toenails, basically. All right, we got to share this, share this stream. Yes, the stream went down. This is actually a brand new link, which is unfortunate. YouTube wouldn't even let me get back into the old stream. It just, like, finished the video. So now what we have to do is recirculate the link to anyone who might be watching or listening so look out for an email to the people i know for sure that were uh listening sending in an email thank you for supporting the show um if you were not listening then uh, go ahead and head to our gofundme also beantownpodcast.com we will go ahead and get the link live up there as well this is how you just you got to go Live on the on the fly, man. This is just killer. Just try to type in new link on Facebook, and it linked to a Link's Tap Room, which I think was a bar that my brother Jack and I used to play trivia at in uh, Wicker Park. And I believe brother, the other brother, of the show Walt Furnace came on one time too, or uh, <clears throat> played with us one time too. And there was a flags category, and this isn't going to shock you, but he absolutely cleaned up. I think Jack and I took a bathroom break while that was going on just so that he could, uh, you know, take care of business because we certainly weren't going to be that much help there. Uh, Let's try to update this page here. One more thing we're trying to upload uh, or update, which is beantownpodcast.com. We're going to have to take our bathroom break in a second here. We'll probably just replay uh, Daddy Longlegs 2.0 during that. 
All right, just trying to update Word, uh, WordPress here, but uh, even that's not loading too well. So really a kind of a tough time here on the Beantown Podcast. Um, I don't even, I'm just trying to, just trying to get this updated to my website. And uh, yeah, let's jump back. Okay, let's, let's buy some time here with our next trivia question. So this date in history, February 25th, 1951. The first ever Pan-American Games are opened by President Juan Perón of this country. So I'm looking for the country. You also get a bonus point if you can name the city. Uh, the two kind of go hand in hand with one another. The new link, if you're curious, doesn't really make sense because you're either listening to this uh, post or you're watching it live. And so it doesn't really make sense. But it is up on our website now as well as the GoFundMe as well as Facebook. Um, again, no really uh, explanation. I think the Wi-Fi just cut out. It's probably just me, uh, karma for me complaining about the uh, my internet router getting stolen by those gremlins the other day. All right, that's just going to be have to be as good as it gets, and people can watch this later if they would like. All right, give me give me this mic back. This uh, I did not do enough planning with the stand ahead of time, and so it's actually just toppling over, unfortunately. Uh, so again, 1951, February 25th, first ever Pan American Games opened by President Juan Perón of this country. Bonus points if you get the city. That is Argentina, and they opened in Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. It's America. We say Aries. There you go. All right. That's our second second of five trivia this day in history. Let's head to uh, this week on the campaign trail, a common segment, a classic segment here in the Beantown Podcast. I actually saw Al Franken, of all people, on the campaign trail uh, <sighs> last night but he's not campaigning he's not going to be running for president someone asked him in the, the questions he did a Q&A at the end asked him if he would run for president he said uh, maybe but then I would have to be president and got a big laugh so. uh, but this week on the campaign trail Trump announced at a town hall which we mentioned was going to be taking place um, this past week on our show last week Trump did a town hall which I didn't watch, but there was uh, an opportunity for him to talk about p- potential vice presidential candidates. And so he named six to his, uh, or, or was asked about six, and he said they're all on the short list. So we are going to do uh, a mini power ranking here in the Beantown podcast um, to you know shortlist uh, or, or rank these shortlisted candidates. Taking the hat off is too sweaty. So the uh, the candidates on the list that, that he confirmed were on the list were Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy, Christy Noam, Byron Donalds, Ron DeSantis, and Tulsi Gabbard. So here we go. Here is uh, our power ranking of those six potential vice presidential candidates. So number six, Christy Noam. Is number six has never heard of her. I guess she's the governor of, I think, South Dakota. Don't really know too much about her. Not that interested in her. Um, I just don't, you know, this is uh, not meant to be a namist or sexist or anything like that, but could we really have a candidate named Christy, a, a VP named Christy? I don't know, man. Christy with a K2. K2, tallest point in uh, Pakistan, right? 
maybe. Hello to our friends in Pakistan. Thank you for making us. Mike stands falling over. Uh, the 112th ranked comedy podcast in the great nation of Pakistan. A lot of good troubleshooting live on the air today. That's pretty good. You can't see my face. It looked like Wilson from Home Improvement. Uh-huh. Well, you know, Tim, sometimes Patricia Richardson isn't too nice, which is a great segue into what we're going to be doing next segment right after this. Um, so number five, Byron Donalds. You're, asked, you're sitting there. You're thinking, who the hell is Byron Donalds? I say, I have no idea. I, I think he's also from South Carolina, like Tim Scott, something like that. Unclear. I feel like Joe Rogan right now. This, you know, this could be the new evolution. Bean Town Podcast. Make it more like a Joe Rogan parody podcast format. Something worth considering. Uh, Byron Donalds. I guess he's got a cool name. Donalds. Byron. I don't know. It just seems pretty lame, right? Pretty straightforward. How is Trump going to pick some VP I've never even heard of? Even Mike Pence, when Trump picked Mike Mike Pence, Mike Pence, it was like, I knew of Mike Pence because I went to college with his uh, with his daughter. Not in the same, you know, we both graduated the same year. I think same class, or maybe she was a year after me. You know, it wasn't like we were both in the same department or something like that. But she was also a student while I was there, um, like Joe Keery, or the kid from Moonlight, or. Uh, not not Patricia Richardson, uh, Judy Greer. All went same time, same year. Um, how did we even get there? Oh, Mike Pence, I knew of because I went to yeah DePaul. But Byron Donalds, I don't think I went to school with Sophie Donalds. Okay, let's give our uh, audio stream a refresh. Basically, the strategy with the audio stream is to just like. Stop it every uh, five minutes or so and then just hit record again. And that seems to be abating it for now, aiding and abetting, abate, about. Uh, number four, Tim Scott. Tim Scott is a weirdo, man. It, it, the last thing I heard from Tim Scott was at a, a Trump rally like a month ago and he like hugged the microphone and got real close next to Trump and he was like, oh, uh, I'm your man. I'm your man. And it was just really awkward and weird. So Tim Scott, I don't, you know, you hear his name a lot on Fox News, but I actually don't know much about him. He's still like an active politician. He's a South Carolina senator, I think. About all I know about Tim Scott. Uh, Number three, Vivek Ramaswamy, kind of the Republican Andrew Yang in that he's not actually a politician. He's just like a businessman. That's pretty much what I know about Vivek Ramaswamy. So not sure. Um, Hard to say name, though. You can't, I can't really see Trump going along with that. I don't know. Uh, number two, Ron DeSantis. Apparently, they hate each other, but when it's love, it's love. That's what they say. And then number one, Tulsi Gabbard brings us full circle on this program. I think it was last year's Pledge Drive Health on Fundraiser. We were hoping Tulsi would call in. Uh, she used to be a Democratic congresswoman i think from uh, hawaii i don't even know how many congress congresswomen they get in hawaii like uh two three four maybe how do they do that with uh with hawaii because it's you know a couple different islands it's like does oahu get a couple and then maui's got their own and then Kauai has like one or does Kauai not even get any luau that's one right la la'au 
there's a draft prospect, a defensive end from uh, UCLA who's had neck surgery. He had to medically retire uh, for a time in, in his college days, and now he's uh, potentially the number one defensive end draft prospect alongside Jared Verse uh, or uh, not Chop Robinson. There's a third guy, Dallas Turner from Alabama. Anyways, this guy's name is Laatu Atu, something like that. It's fun. It's fun to say there's a lot. There's more... There's more apostrophes than there are consonants, which is fun. And then there's vowels, too. Uh, but number one, Tulsi Gabbard. And then my Dark Horse candidates. I always like to give you a little extra here on the Beantown Podcast. Dark Horse candidate, Roy Moore, the judge. Couldn't you imagine that Roy Moore comes in on horseback with, like, a 10-gallon hat looking like Richard Petty? And uh, that would be badass, man. He could do – he could – hand down some judgments. I always wanted to hand down a judgment, but you got to go to law school. Then become an elected official and potentially diddle some underage girls if you're Roy Moore. So that's a dark horse candidate. That's this week on the campaign trail. Uh, Pleasure Drive Telethon fundraiser edition. Thank you. Let's jump back to our This Week in History. And guys, it is almost time for our challenge portion of the Beantown podcast. We've got something we haven't even really hinted at it. Something crazy is going to be happening in a second here. Uh, Something that is medically potentially irresponsible. So that's coming up. If you guys, if you're listening to this later on the audio stream, a reminder of just of of what has transpired, if you will, Uh, had an audio uh, video stream going on YouTube. It was going great. Vibes were good. Energy was positive. People were commenting left and right. Crowds like you've never seen, like a Trump rally. And then the Wi-Fi went down, and we had to launch. They, YouTube wouldn't just let me like go back into the, the YouTube stream. It just published the old live video. And so we had to launch an entire new one, try to get it posted. I was only able to get it on like Facebook, my website, beantownpodcast.com, and then the, the Pledge Drive website on GoFundMe. And uh, so that's where we're at on YouTube. And so... We're just gonna we're gonna finish this out anyways. You know what? Don't have as many comments coming in. Haven't had a call in a little while. Uh, I guess no one wants to follow up data the podcast. Um, and it's a it's a it's a shame because I actually had some questions about Home Part Oregon that I wanted to ask live on air because we've been talking about this and the website is down and all that stuff on the show for like weeks at this point. But then I got so frazzled f r a z z l e d l e d lighting that. Uh, just completely escaped my mind. So apologies for that. We're going to get hard-hitting journalism. We're going to come back to that in a second here. Um, let's see. We've done two of our questions. Let's do a third trivia question, and then I want to do um, a new segment here in the Beantown Podcast, and then we're going to jump into our challenge portion. I don't have to pee yet, so we're doing okay. Let's make sure audio stream we're doing okay. Backup audio stream. Don't think we're going to have to use it, which is a godsend, but excuse me. We've got it anyways. So our third trivia question from this day in history, and then we've got other segments. We've got um, more games. I don't know if other people are going to be able to call in today, but there's more games that I want to play, um, which I can just I can play with myself here live on air. I was going to say I've done it before, but I haven't, and that's perverse. Um, no one wants to listen to that. Although there, I'm sure that there are like sexual podcasts out there where you like listen to someone like ASMR. ASMRing themselves. Uh, February 25th, 1913, right before the Great War. 
This Mr. Magoo voice actor is born, also known for his role in Gilligan's Island and Rebel Without a Cause. So 1913, February 25th, 111 years ago, 111, this Mr. Magoo actor is born. He's also known for his roles in Gilligan's Island and Rebel Without a Cause. If you want any more time, go ahead and pause. But you probably either know it or you don't. You're not going to reason your way into this one. Also, uh, later in his career, played uh, one of the greatest comedy films of all time. He played a Mr. Fitzgerald, a pilot. Uh, I don't know what his first name is, but uh, some great scenes, some good acting with uh, Mickey Rooney and Buddy Hackett. It is Jim Backus. He was the voice actor for Mr. Magoo. And... uh, He's also in Gilligan's Island. Thurston Howell Third, I think. Something like that. Uh, so there you go. That's uh, question three out of five for this date in history. Uh, let's jump into a new segment here live on the show. We are calling Forgotten But Not Gone. Kind of a in memoriam sort of segment. Uh, but they're not dead. This actually worked out nicely because I made a home a, I made a home improvement reference earlier when I started looking like Wilson Wilson, that actor uh, Earl Hines I think his name is he passed away, but who hasn't passed away but it is largely uh, largely forgotten. Hmm, we're getting uh, word that the new stream is down. Uh, okay, jumping back into our. Forgotten but not gone segment. I made a home improvement. Uh, I already said this uh, reference earlier, but it worked nicely. It wasn't planned. This week on uh, Forgotten but Not Gone, Patricia Richardson. Uh, let's get some uh, unplanned, nice, kind of somber music. What if we YouTube um, royalty free somber music? Good for funerals where you don't want to pay. Oh, this is a playlist. Sad music. No. Oh, we got another caller. Okay. Let's gear up. We got to get our games ready. This is exciting. All right. Here we go. Welcome to the Beantown Podcast 7th Annual Pledge Drive Telethon Fundraiser. Quinn speaking. Hi, Quinn. This is Betty. (laughs) Oh, Betty. What's going on? How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Oh, how you can donate. You might want to go to beantownpodcast.com and go have, find the GoFundMe link. Hi, Mom. Gotcha. Oh, Rachel's here, too. It's a family affair. <laughs> Hello, Rachel. Quinn, what's up? Oh, we got Jose live on air, too. This is crazy. <laughs> How's your Sunday going? Pretty good, pretty good. We're just uh, chilling for a little bit and watching the Cubs play. How, how are they doing? I, they've been uh, doing pretty good in spring training so far. Who are they playing today? San Diego. San mm. Diego. Wow. You know, okay, I, so- I, I went to a Padres-Cubs game uh, about a year ago, and every time Fernando Tatis Jr. came up, he, you know, he got busted for PEDs a while back. I stood up loudly and booed him, and I think by about the third time, uh, third time through the order, people were really frustrated, um, and I'm lucky I got out of there alive. But they won. The Cubs won, so it was worth it. <laughs> I like to think I knocked him off his game. Probably, uh, was that your intention? Of course. You can't cheat. There's no cheating in baseball. No cheating, though. Mm. 
Well, how how would go ahead? How's the fundraiser going? It, we're, you remember at the end of uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they, they go in the elevator and it smashes through the glass roof? That's basically where we're at on the Pledge Drive Telethon fundraiser. <laughs> I got my Gene Wilder hat and everything. Rachel might want to try it on later. It's pretty fun. Maybe. Whoa, whoa. What are you drinking? Oh, man. You would love this. Uh, Dark Horse Sauvignon Blanc, California 2022. And then just moments here after our Forgotten But Not Gone segment. We're going to be doing a challenge live on air with a, a different type of a different type of beverage, let's say. Oh, all right. Is Rachel going to participate in this? Oh, no. This is a, a, a journey I have to take on myself. <laughs> My goodness. All right. Well, you guys, you guys want to play a, a, a game live on air? Oh, gosh. What kind of game? I'm a little nervous <laughs> to do that. All right. Here's the games we have left. We have presidential trivia. Who said it? We we have World War II death toll, we have uh, a logic puzzle, or we have telethon around the world. Wow! Could test your language skills. Uh, logic puzzle. All right, this is going to be a fun one. Okay, oh so my God. You, I don't get anything. Oh my gosh! You might need a pen and pen and paper. Uh, it might be oh, helpful. This is uh, man, this is the first ever logic puzzle live on the Beantown podcast. We've never done a logic puzzle before. Oh, some math problems. Oh, this is uh, yeah. This is just use use your use your brain. Okay, all right. No no math involved. Oh, I was hoping there'd be math. Okay, go on. Okay, so it's basically I'm going to set up a story problem. So just do your best. No. All right, here we go. So a farmer wants to cross a river and take with him a wolf a goat, and a cabbage. So he has a boat, but it can only fit himself plus either the wolf, the goat, or the cabbage. So it can on the boat, it can only be him and one other thing, Max. If Okay, so here's the stipulations. If the wolf and the goat are alone on one shore, the wolf will eat the goat. If the goat and the cabbage are alone on the shore, the goat will eat the cabbage. So how can the farmer bring the wolf, the goat, and the cabbage across the river without anything being eaten? Hmm. Oh, Rachel thinks she knows. She does, huh? Mm. Um, Rachel's, Rachel's pretty plugged into this stuff. She does a lot of New York Times puzzles and crosswords and connections. I haven't gotten connections today. He can only, you could have, you know, it could, the boat could be him and by himself or him and one other thing. Okay. Can you enlarge it so I can read it again, but I don't want to see the answer. Um, but the wolf will only read the goat, not the cabbage, so can't he? He's not to eat it. Yeah, but he's not to eat cabbage, the wolf. He might have he's been hungry. Mm, it's a cabbage. He's a carnivore. Mm. Let's go with the wolf bringing the cabbage over. He's going to go back and get... I mean, the guy bringing the cabbage over. No? What are you thinking? I'm not thinking. Oh, I'm not thinking. Wait. I mean, can't he just take the cabbage over and go the back to the... If he brings the cabbage over, then the, the wolf is going to eat the goat. First. The wolf first, yeah, and then the cabbage. 
Oh no, then I'll never divide again. Rachel's got a question. What's your question, Rachel? I think I, I figured it out. No, okay. Not, but I don't know. Okay. But I think I know the answer. Let me know if you want any like hints, like what the first step is. He's gonna take the goat first. That's right. Ding ding ding. Um, uh, okay, so that answers the question. Does like, Rachel have it? She's no, she's she's on it like stink on a monkey. I'm looking. I'm looking at the answer though on the screen, so it's cheating. Oh, but I got the first oh. part, and I knew the second one. But all right, so the, the you got the goat part. The farmer's going to take the goat across. Then obviously he's going to come back alone, and then he's going to take the wolf across. Then, when he gets back to the side with the goat, he's going to take the goat back with him. Then he's going to take the cabbage across, leave the goat, and then finish the trip because that wolf doesn't eat any cabbage, much like me when I was a kid. <laughs> no cabbage for you? Uh, cab- cabbage was one of those things like Brussels sprouts where you just kind of hear about it in kid shows and you're just like, oh, this sounds terrible because these cartoon characters don't like it. And then it turns out if you know what you're doing with it, it's delicious. But um, I do like I do like cabbage now. Mm. Well, I appreciate you guys playing. Thanks for being a good sport. Thanks. Thanks for having me on your show. What's for supper tonight? Um, I'm just thinking of getting some sandwiches I cooked yesterday, and I want to cook today. Where are you going to go? Jersey Mike's? You got some bonus points? No, you use up Jose's bonus points at Jersey Mike's. Can't use those. Why? Those are saving, saving them for a rainy day. Those are for the apocalypse. Yeah. Well, I I really appreciate you guys calling in. Thanks for supporting the show. You're welcome. Have a good one. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 What a fun game. Now back to our segment. Forgotten but not gone. This is uh, no. I'm trusting YouTube here. It says no copyright music. Sad cinematic background music by rights free, and then it cuts off there. So we're uh, we're talking. Uh, let's uh, refresh our audio stream here. We are talking Patricia Richardson here on the Beantown Podcast, and I just made some notes here. Let me scroll back up. We're we're mowing through our games here. This is great. The only games we have left are uh, World War II Death Toll, Presidential Trivia, Who Said It, and uh, Telethon Around the World for those foreign language lovers out there. This reminds me of Say something, I'm giving up on you. Let's see, we got a text message here. Let me make sure we get it right. Oh, people say the live stream's buffering intensively. That's a bummer. Um, I don't have any uh, solutions for that right now. My Wi-Fi says it's full stream, full go. Uh, just note that uh, audio stream seems to be great. We haven't had many like garage band issues. There's been like one or two points where it cuts out, but um, so we'll, we'll get through this and we're going to do our, our challenge portion here, which is exciting. Um, so Patricia Richardson, born February 23rd, 1951, just missed her birthday. Patty is uh, going to call her Patty now. 
Patty's 73. Patty is a four-time Emmy nominee for her role as Jill Taylor on Tim Allen's critically acclaimed show, Home Improvement. Patty attended Southern Methodist University, the Mustangs. We, uh, my brother Jack and I, who was on the show earlier, we, we played on a, it's not official Little League, but, you know, kids baseball team growing up. And our best ever season, I think we were, you know, undefeated, nearly undefeated when we played together. I, I had two, like, legendary seasons as a kid. One that year, and then another my last year of Little League, I was actually undefeated. It was amazing. After my, I think it was after my shoulder got messed up, but didn't affect my bat, uh, batting or fielding. But um, the reason I mention is we got to, like, vote on our team name. And collectively as a group, we came up with Stallions, which, I don't know, has, like, like gay, some gay connotations now that you didn't know about when you were like 11 years old. Um, but we apparently really like stallions. We were black and gray, like the white Sox, and, uh, just kicked ass over there. Bowman park in cherry Valley. Uh, Patricia, Patty Richardson appeared in one episode of the Cosby show as a mother giving birth. There you go. The more, you know, bum, 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 bum. Uh, Patty Richardson has starred in multiple Hallmark original films. Nice. Uh, Patty Richardson starting the Bucks County Playhouse production of Steel Magnolias alongside Arrested Development alum Jessica Walter. Rest in peace. Actually, gone but not forgotten. Opposite of this segment. If you don't know, Bucks County is in southeastern Pennsylvania. It's north of Philadelphia. Super bougie used to recruit there uh, for, I guess it was only one year. It feels like longer when I lived in Baltimore because uh, then my territory got switched to uh, Chicago. Our royalty-free music is about to run out here. Let's rewind. Uh, Patty Richardson divorced husband Ray Baker in 1995. We just lost our YouTube stream again. This is absolutely brutal. Third time is a charm. This is terrible. I don't know what, uh, I'm trying to be like a, you know, like regular legit streamer, do something literally as basic as like stream live on the Beantown podcast. I don't know, guys, I got no answers for you. The Wi-Fi didn't even cut out that time. YouTube just said, nope, you're done. Just said, you're done. You're trash, Brock. Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, 2002. Uh, Patty Richardson's father died in 2005. Patty Richardson played Marilyn Monroe's mom in the 2001 made-for-television film Blonde. Wasn't the name of the Anna de, Anna de Armas song um, or film they just came out with a couple years ago Blonde as well? I didn't see it. Finally, Patty Richardson, we'll miss you. We'll miss you, Patty. Rest in peace. Well, just rest because you're not dead. But there you go. New segment, Beantown Podcast. Forgotten but not gone. This would be a great time for a pee break, but uh, significant others in the bathroom. So we just got to hold it. All right, what do we got left? We still have some games if you want to call in. We have like three more games left that you could play. We have a couple more trivia questions. We have one more um, segment, but this is going to be a good time. For the Beantown Podcast, this is the, 
this is a shame because we're 90 sec 90 minutes into the show. We're going to we're going to finish around 2 hours I think. Um seeing how long this pee break, pee, pee break goes when I get the chance. But excuse me. A new segment something we've never done before on the Bean Town podcast our challenge segment. Now, I have not been medically cleared for this. You guys could be watching history live on the air. And thank you for those of you. Those of you, it's like the riddle of the Sphinx, trying to find where is Quinn. Where is Quinn streaming today? I guess the only really uh, advice I could give you would be to go to my YouTube channel because this. I keep putting up streams. YouTube keeps saying you're done. You know what? Who else said you're done? You know, a lot of haters lately. I uploaded uh, Daddy Long Legs 2.0 the remix, which you all saw live on air, um, to my podcast feed, Bean Town Unplugged which has a, a number of, you know, kind of great, like, acoustic hits. But Spotify said, nope, we're going to take it down. Don't know why. Not copyrighted. I made it. My song, me singing, my beats, my piano. Spotify said, no, don't think so. Um, and now YouTube is making me hit a third stream. So tough day. Tough, just just tough. Um, I should, maybe I should have gone back to Facebook streaming. I don't know. I haven't done a Facebook live stream in years because I don't know really who uses Facebook all that much. I certainly don't. But uh, you know what? It is what it is. Yeah, down with Spotify comments on YouTube. I agree. I, and I'm never a Spotify person. It's just my like RSS feed feeds to all these places, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, all the like main places. And Spotify sent me an email. We're like, we're taking down your, your stream, even though it's a total banger. Uh, but here we go, guys. I've got this uh, the challenge right here. We're, we're, look, we're not like a hip YouTube streamer that does cool challenges and stuff and, you know, getting the likes, getting the clicks. It's not my type of show. I, I tend to just put my stuff out there. I promote it occasionally. A big, big show like this all over the promotions as best I can. Otherwise, I just put out content you guys listen to if you want. Don't do the clickbait. Don't do the crazy thumbnails we're making this phase. But for the first time ever to... Up the ante a little bit, if you will, on the live uh, telethon fundraiser. We're doing a uh, a food and beverage category challenge. This is something I thought of about two or three weeks ago. Decided I was going to do it. Haven't really given it thought beyond that in terms of like, is, am I going to be okay doing this? I think I am. Um, but in honor of dry January, which obviously is over, but you all know dry January, what I like to drink sparkling bubbling water i make it with my soda stream put in a little bit of lime juice put in a little lemon juice maybe some pickle juice but always got my lemon juice handy ready to go and i thought what if on the live on air today we cut out the lemon juice or the lime juice we cut out the sparkling water we cut out the pickle juice we say challenge time i can't believe that this is actually happening we've we've done a lot of crazy shit on the bean town podcast we've never done anything like this uh so who knows? The show goes on for another 70 years. We're going to have to really up the ante quite a bit. But live on air, we got store brand lemon juice. It's a full 32 fluid ounces, which is the same size as my Nalgene. We've got Rachel's on standby for an ambulance call if we need it. I don't know how long it's going to take. I haven't. This, there, there wasn't like a, a, a test run uh dr mike thanks for listening on youtube thanks for watching we're back there was no sort of uh dry you know rehearsal like they do on snl you know an hour before to see which sketches do well which ones don't this is literally just 
You're going to see how it goes. I have no idea how long it's going to take. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it, if it's possible, but I also need a pee break right now, but we're just going to jump in. We're going to do it. Um, thanks to those of you who found your way back to the live stream. It's the third one. Um, yeah, mess up my stomach and my teeth. I agree. So the teeth was actually something I was, I was thinking about considering, uh, or I was thinking about and considering. I think we're going to need a toothbrush on standby to salvage the enamel. That's probably a phrase you didn't expect to hear today. That could be like a good, uh, like a, you'd see the band salvage the enamel at Riot Fest at like 2 p.m. on the Thursday, right? Salvage the enamel. Hashtag salvage the enamel. We'll do a mouthwash and a pee break. That's the plan. Here we go. Tweet, uh, tweet at us, at BeantownCast, at hashtag salvage the enamel. Here we go. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to just like drink this. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Drink water first. If you brush right away, we'll just rub the drink water after drinking. And there's a lot of steps here. Drink, drink the lemon juice, drink the water, brush the teeth. Got it. All right. Well, we got water live here. We got wine too. So a lot of clear beverages. So that's what they say. You know, whiskey makes you sick. Clear beverage makes you happy. There we go. All right, thank you for the YouTube comments. We're going to jump in. If you're uh, on the audio-only stream, you're missing this. This is uh, groundbreaking stuff. We also got a doctor in the YouTube comments, Dr. Mike. Water is good for your health. Couldn't agree more. I got my Nalgene here, 32 ounces. Three of these a day. That's the strategy. Here we go. This is happening. If uh, if I die, I die, right, Kirk Cousins? We at least will always have Daddy Longlegs 2.0 because that thing is straight fire. In fact, you know what I want to do? We got to just listen to that again because it's boring to just like watch me do this for however long it takes or audio stream is going to be super bored. Um, I don't know, the TV turn off, something like that. We'll get it up as we're going. Oh, there it is behind us. All right, we're going for it. Here we go. All right. Oh, tart. I will say this. I think it's more of a volume thing. <laughs> Lemon juice. I'm trying to get the Daddy Longlegs 2.0 to, to get going in here. Thank you. If you could find YouTube, that would be great. Just play it on a loop for however long this goes. I will say this. I, I, I thought that I had a strong start. Because it wasn't, I wasn't really letting it linger on the taste buds so much. Yeah, if you do just go to the past searches, you should see it right away. Um, got some teardrops coming out here. Teardrop windows. You want to hear a nice little Ben Gibbard solo acoustic song? I prefer the acoustic version <coughs> over the uh, album version. We got to reset our audio stream here. It's about Seattle, the uh, Space Needle. Teardrop windows sounding in the night. Uh, all right, let's jump back into it. Did it not show up? No. Oh, I hate that. I try putting in. It. Try putting in Daddy Quinn. No. See, well, that might be the fastest way to find it. Okay. All right, I'm doing it. QQ Daddy. 
DJ QQ Daddy, that's my DJ name in case you need in case you know. Going to need to take some serious alkaline after this. Is there alkaline in a multivitamin? <sighs> Check the uh, ingredients. Jumping back into it. Here we go. I would say we're about 40% in. <sighs> Excuse me. Ah, this is hardcore. You don't get to seven plus drive telethon fundraisers without going a little bit hardcore. You know what we should do so that I don't like get sick live on the air is pace it a little bit. Because I'm not a... Uh, the closest I've ever come to like a YouTube challenge streamer is uh, there's the video floating out there of me uh, doing the Baltimore Christmas Village Bratwurst Eating Challenge. I did that two years. Both years I lived out there. Um, Careful we don't get DMCA'd. Oh, there it is. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll fire that back up next time I take a swig. (coughs) Shout out to lovely fiance of the show, Rachel, for finding Daddy Longlegs. Uh, 2.0, the remix, QQ Daddy, hot and heavy, let's put it that way. Um, yeah, I did the, the, uh, the Baltimore does a Christmas village like many cities, uh, and there's a German American weekend, usually the first or second weekend of December. And both years I lived out there, I did a, uh, bratwurst eating challenge. The primary reason I did it is because you don't have to pay. There's no entry fee. And it's like, here's free bratwurst and there's more poor me making 48,000 a year with like very little bennies, no retirement match. It's a Friday night. I'm like, dude, I can like eat this and then not have to eat again until Sunday night. Um, so I did it both years. Neither year was I successful in uh, winning the the crown, if you will. The crown, like uh, who's in that? Princess Diana, Meghan Markle. Every once in a while, we will watch Deal or No Deal as we're going to bed here on this this television, and you see Meghan Markle. It's like. Before they were famous, you know. Uh, let's jump into our uh, fourth trivia question out of five here for this day in history. And then I actually am going to take a quick bathroom break. Uh, I will ask you to be patient with me. Uh, not because I got to throw up, but because um, I have to pee. And it's just like we could try to end this in like 10 minutes because I have to pee that bad. Or we can just take a 30 second break on the live stream and come back and I'll play daddy long legs for you. So you don't, you don't even have to, you can literally just sit there in front of your TV or your laptop, or your phone, or whatever, and just be like, Oh, Quinn's taking Quinn's taking a bathroom break. Guess I'll listen to daddy long legs 2.0. We've got some WebMD information. acid reflux, heartburn. You know, I used to have, I used to get heartburn, not recently, like before COVID, um, on occasion, it was like, you know, it wasn't like unexpected when you'd have heartburn inducing, inducing foods. And I haven't dealt with that in a couple of years. So we'll see if today breaks the streak. I don't know. But it used to be a thing. It's, uh, you know, in like my mid-20s. It's not right now, which is great. Uh, but our trivia question, then I'm going to hop to the bathroom. We're going to come back. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna smash that lemon juice. Uh, this is February 25th, 1994, so 30 years ago. This NBA champion is born. He holds the record for biggest contract ever for an undrafted player in NBA history. 
So again, this NBA champion is born 30 years ago today, and this man holds the record for the biggest contract ever for an undrafted player in NBA history. I might, I might have a hint. Let's see here. Let me, let me go into the closet, see if I got a hint for you. Unplanned hint live on the Beatown podcast. There it is, baby. For the uh, audio only stream, we've just revealed the answer live on air. Fred Van Vliet, number 23, now a member of the Houston Rockets. That is your answer to these, uh, this uh, fourth out of five this day in history questions. All right. So if you're streaming with us, what's going to happen? Audio audience, I'm going to pause. A visual audience, I'm going to just play this. I'm going to come right back. 30 seconds, 60 seconds. I'll wash my hands. What's going to happen when we come back? We're going to wrap up this show. We're going to finish up our lemon juice challenge. we got to finish up our wine. We have another segment I want to introduce. we got more trivia. we got games if anyone else wants to call in and play. Um, that's how we're going to approach things. Uh, I got some music I want to play for you too. Just one song that I've been, I practiced this morning once. So could be good, could be bad. Uh, audio stream, I'm going to pause you. Brought back the audio stream just for this sick piano part. I love this part. Hmm. All right, good stuff. Welcome back. Let's, uh, let's not dally. I hate, I would hate to dally. Just turn that off. We don't need that anymore. No more uh, Daddy Longlegs remixes. I promise. That's it. That's it for the show. Oh, we got a uh, we got another call here. Here we go. Uh, Beantown Podcast seventh annual Pledge Drive Telethon fundraiser. Quinn speaking. How's it going? Howdy doody. This is Doctor Mike from Rockford, <laughs> Illinois, calling in to the Beantown Podcast annual. Uh, thingamabobber. Mm. Dr. Mike, thanks for calling in. Uh, what what type of medicine do you practice, by the way? <laughs> I practice the medicine of water, the medicine of love, the medicine of laughter and joy. And, you know, up in Rockford, we got a lot of that. So I just wanted to share with the rest of the country what we can do. There was not that much laughter or joy in Rockford when the 18 years I lived there, but maybe things have changed in the last decade. Um, the, 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 science, the medicine of water or whatever you said, I think that's the Avatar sequel, right? Uh, I have no clue of these uh, generational things, but, you know, water is very important. So when you were drinking the lime, the lime juice, I just said, add a little bit of water. Give it a little bit of dilution. <sighs> I got wine. I got wine here. Will that work? Um, not so much, my friend. Jesus was all about water into wine. You think there are any like Muslim prophets who were like a wine into water type of guy? Mm, I gotta say, I've tried to meddle with some of those things myself, but uh, had no success. Oh man, just took a big swig. You remember those uh, those warhead candies when you were a kid? That's what I felt like right now. Boy, oh boy, you know, I just wanted to call in Mr. Quinn to say, uh, to wish you a successful telethon this year. You know, every year I tune in, every year I'm just grateful to be able to 
share and be a part of this program. Just wanted to say uh, thank you for continuing to give the community uh, this uh, much needed content and, uh, you know, continuing to put smiles on all of our faces. Of course. Well, it's my, uh, my, uh, my duty, they say. Do you, uh, do you have any interest in any games or you got to skedaddle? Uh, I got to skedaddle for now, but uh, I'll, I'll try to tune in a little bit later as well. All right. Well, we're going to have the full audio stream later on, uh, you know, YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast. So uh, feel free to take a listen. Thank you so much, Mr. Quinn. And you, you have a very nice day. Thanks for calling, Dr. Mike. I appreciate it. All right. Howdy doody. Take care. Dude, Dr. Mike is crazy. Uh, where were we? Um, let's jump into, you know what? We're continuing to work on this lemon juice here. Um, let's let's play one of our games. Just you and me talking to the camera now. Uh, there's a couple of games left. You know, the, the plan is to end the stream before we even potentially get three more callers. Uh, but I will continue to take them off air and I'll keep you posted. Excuse me, on the Beantown blog. Thank you for listening, brother. Podcast Walter Furness. I uh, appreciate it. Yeah, recording... Uh, Recording is looking good, fingers crossed, knocking all the wood I have around me um, because we've been able to just like pause and then start recording again. That seems to be working. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, let's play another game here. Let's see. We have one more segment here. I'm continuing to work on the lemon juice. Obviously, I don't want to let it linger too long because I would love to uh, brush these snags, if you will, the teeth. But, uh, okay, we did this week on the campaign trail. We've done our segment for uh, Patty Richardson, Gone But Not Forgotten. Uh, forgotten But Not Gone, rather. Uh, Daddy Long Legs 2.0, YouTube audience has heard it twice now. Lemon Juice Challenge we're working on. We've got one more this day in uh, history, uh, this day in trivia, this day in, uh, it was history the first time. A trivia question. Okay, so a couple of games here. What we have left, we have President Trivia, Who Said It? We have World War II Death Toll. And we have Teleton around the world. Let's do our, let's do, you know, something for the Pakistanis, maybe. As you know, this is a very global show. Alex Jones are always talking about we can't lose to the globalists. And so I figure uh, let's, let's, you know, give him a nice little uh, middle finger, if you will. So <clears throat> this is the word telethon around the world different languages how do we translate it okay so here's the game uh, as a reminder if you're just tuning in right now you want to call the show 815-298-7200 we still got a couple games left for you um the link to donate was in the original youtube stream also guys easy way to do it beantownpodcast.com go ahead and head to that website you'll find the the link right at the top of the page uh, to donate but we're already at um i don't know where are we at like over Three triple digits, guys, which we were at the start of the show, but we're still there. Three hundred sixty-seven dollars. That's absurd. I I have to go back and look. You know, we got seven years of donations to parse through. I love that word, parse. P A R S E. Um, we have a we have a, a a double a double donor. This is our challenge hour, right? With our lemon juice, our challenge segment. Uh, Betty and Jose Ramos already donated, and then they donated again, which is just extremely generous. So thank you to those uh, both both of you all. Thank you for calling earlier. Also, Walter Furness with a very generous donation. Those guys are both going to be uh, part of our uh, Bean Tom Podcast seventh annual Topaz Elite Club with their generous donations. Uh, so we'll get those tote bags going out to uh, both of you in a short time here but let's jump into another one of our games here 
Uh, let me just, I don't want to forget. I got, we got to send tote bags out to Betty, to Walt, all sorts of emails coming through here. Let me just, lest we not forget, lest. Great, uh, great verb, lest. There we go. Okay. All right. Don't want to forget anyone in the wreckage. Um, okay. This is telethon around the world. So first one, spelling might be helpful here. Here it is, teletone. This was also like 50 other languages uh, on Google Translate. So your guess might be right. What does Chris Martin say in uh, that song from Rush of Blood to the Head? Your guess is as good as mine. God put a smile upon your face. Uh, Teletone, T-E-L-E-T-O-N. That is Spanish, Espanol. There we go. Uh, this light is killing me here. We got to turn this off. Much better. All right. Uh, number two. God, I need my glasses. I don't even have glasses. Number two. Dianchi Malasong. D-I-A-N-S-H-I space. Not uh, not Sanjaya Malakar, but Malasong. Uh, Malasong could be like a Sanjaya Malakar sings a Malasong. Uh, M-A-L-A-S-O-N-G, Dianchi Malasong. I didn't really pronounce it very well. I heard when they pronounced it on Google Translate, and I can't say it that fast. So, Dianchi Malasong, I just licked my microphone by accident. Thank you, Samsung. Is it Mandarin? So there you go. Um, before we go on to our third one, because I completely botched it, I even brought up their ad reads, but I don't want to do a full read at this point, almost two hours in. Thank you to our sponsors, Home Pride Oregon. When you need your home inspected in Central Oregon, go with someone who's certified, someone you can trust. That could be Steve, 541-410-0316. You've already heard his voice. You guys know how legit he is at sports records. Why not trust him for your home inspection? Home Pride Oregon at gmail.com. Send him a message. Get your home inspected. I had a, a friend or a colleague this last week who's closing on a home and, uh, well, they're buying the home. And the whole thing got held up because the home inspector messed up papers. Guys, do not go with some ramshackle uh, rookie, okay? Might sound good if you were like an upstart baseball team. But go with the expert. Inspection perfection. Matt Fiedler in the comments. He knows what's up. Home part Oregon inspection perfection. Of course, they're good friends. Been doing it for about two hours now, plus another 2,000 hours, seven seasons of Beantown, the Samsung Q2U series. When God speaks, he uses a Samsung. And then, of course, our good friends at Cuts by Q. Look at this little facial air action we got going on here. We got the goatee. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samson, or uh, Cuts by Q, rather. When you need a fresh do, something snappy or new, call the experts at Cuts by Q. We even do neck shaves. Neck shaves. Next shave is um, Shivas USA. I did a nice little neck shave for the for the YouTube audience uh, last Friday, two days ago. You say last Friday it makes it sound like it was a long time ago, but it's actually just two. What like what if I said, "Here's a question for you." Emails beantownpodcast yahoo yahoo dot com. What are your thoughts on this? So today's Sunday. If I said last Saturday, you would think eight days ago, right? I I would. I'll just tell you what I'm thinking. If I said last Friday, you would probably think nine days ago, right? I'm just walking you through my thought process here. If I said last Thursday, this is where the lines start to get a little bit blurry. Is last Thursday three days ago or 10 days ago? I'm probably more inclined because I, I tend to smush my Thursdays into my weekends. I probably think of a, thir- a last Thursday as a 10 days ago. Last Christmas, last Thursday, I gave you my... 
Samsung. Uh, last Wednesday, that's a total borderline. Anyways, you see where I'm going with this. Email us. What are your thoughts on, because you can't say, you know, this, you could say this past Thursday. People would know what you mean, but you say last Thursday, then it's iffy. So interesting, interesting ruminations here on the Bean Tone Podcast. Let's get back to our uh, lemon juice challenge. We're about halfway. God, I wish it was more than halfway. Hmm. when you do a big swallow that it really starts to hit your taste buds all right back to our game thank you to our sponsors oh man let's reset this audio stream okay Uh, next up in telethon around the world all around the world gotta spread the word Show them what you heard. You know it's going to be okay. Oasis. Um, Next up we have... Oh, God. That can't be right. Tile Maratonio. Tile Maratonio. It's like T-I-L-E and then marathon and then an I-O at the end. Tile Maratonio. Uh, It's Greek, by the way. And this wasn't... I didn't write it in Greek letters, but that would make it even tougher. Uh, next up, we have Uchingo. Not Utini. That's Jawas. This is Uchingo. U-C-I-N-G-O. That's from the Zulu. Shaka Zulu, Shaka Khan. We did a whole episode on Shaka, whether they were related or not. We never completely found out, but I think they aren't. Uh, next up, three more. Ooh, this one's tough. Kuak T Trion Hin. <laughs> this is ridiculous. C C U O C space T H I space T R U Y E N space H I N H. One more time. That's Kuak the Trion Hin. It's Vietnamese. Good morning, Vietnam. We were talking about Robin Williams earlier. R V, uh, brother of the show Jack. If you missed it, <laughs> go back about an hour and a half. Uh, for uh, he was our first caller of the of the of the show today. He played our name the Josh Hutcherson role caller game, which was a lot of fun. And he uh, eventually he got to RV. Two more here, Yardim Campagnasi, Yardim Campagnasi, not uh, Aaron Campman, Green Bay Packers defensive end, but rather uh, Yardim Campagnasi. That's uh, Y A R D I M. Space K A M P A N Y A S I. That, if you're curious, that's Turkish. We were talking Turkey earlier, talking Turkey. Mount Ararat, brother of the show Walt Furnace, called in, played our uh, highest point in that country uh, pledge drive game, and uh, he nailed that one too. And then finally, Teleton Niscapi. Teleton Niscapi. T E L E T O N space N I S. Q-A-P-I. Starting to feel the heartburn. Starting to feel that lemon juice sitting right here. But we're not done yet. Our challenge hour is not over. Let's get back into it. We've got a couple more games. Uh, we're, we are wrapping relatively shortly. If anyone wants to jump in on this live stream, be featured live on air, give us a call. 815-298-7200. we got two more games left. If you're curious, hey, Quinn, what games could I play live on air? I have 
the uh, World War II death toll, named the top highest, top 10 countries by largest death toll from World War II. And then I have presidential trivia, who said it? Okay, there you go. But let's jump back in. A uh, little bit of lemon juice left. We're going we're gonna to nail this like a split hog. And then uh, we got one more song to play for you. And we're getting towards the end, guys. Pretty exciting stuff. Almost gone. Look at that. Ah. Almost there. Here we go. Finish the baby off. There it is. Challenge completed, folks. And that baby is gone. All right. Now, uh, <clears throat> whew, tough. Now we have to uh, brush our teeth. So we're going to do one more quick break. And uh, YouTube streamer, we're going to come back. We're going to finish off with uh, one more, uh, two more games, a trivia question, one more segment, and a song to wrap us. So audio stream, give you a little bit of a break here. Okay, welcome back. If you're audio, you just missed a great, great teeth-brushing interlude. That's the only way to put it. Okay, we're this is the home stretch here for the YouTube audience and for the audio audience. So what I want to do is uh, let's play another game here. Reminder, if you want to get in on the tail end of these games, call us 815-298-7200. Let's play World War II Death Toll. So this is a very simple game. You have to name... The ten top ten countries in terms of most deaths in World War II. These are both military and civilian. So here we go. Here it is from uh, from most to least. Although least is still a lot. Uh, I don't have the actual tolls in front of me. T O L L S. Just the country names. Number one, Soviet Union. I think that's pretty common knowledge. It's like millions of people. It's absurd. Uh, number two, we have China. Number three, Germany. Number four, Poland. Number five, this is where things get tricky because you're like, well, that's not actually a country. It's just how things were at the time. Number five, you have the Dutch East Indies. Number six, Japan. Number seven, India. Eight, Yugoslavia. Nine, French Indochina. Indochino. And finally, number 10, France. So there you go. I would have been interested to grill a listener live on air on that one to see how they did. Our live stream cut out for a second there. Apparently we're back. I saw the Wi-Fi go that time. This is a, it's an interesting thing. It's a you know casual Sunday afternoon. Uh, I work from home a lot, four days a week out of five, and I... It's not like this apartment is known for, oh, yeah, I'm on a Zoom call, Teams call, whatever, Wi-Fi is going to – it's going to cut out occasionally. Like that, no, that hasn't been a thing um, in my my time living in this apartment. 
So today is just a lucky day, I guess. Uh, we got one more This Day in History. Let's grab that. And then our last segment and then one more game and then our song. And that'll close us out today. So This Day in History, February 25th. 1913. I guess I was going in chronological order until the end, and I just gave up, I guess. Uh, this U.S. amendment gives the federal, or uh, this U.S. amendment, which gives the federal government the power to levy an income tax, goes into effect. So this U.S. amendment goes into effect on this day in history 111 years ago. Same day as uh, Jim Backus, Mr. Magoo, is born. Yeah, we picked the same. I, I had two questions that were the same day. That's just bad writing. Uh, if you need a hint, I don't have one. I guess it's uh, you would say that this amendment is uh, able to get their driver's license. Olivia Rodrigo fans, right, guys? The 16th Amendment says the United States federal government can levy a federal income tax. So there you go. You learned something new because I had no idea what the 16th Amendment was. That was it for our This Day in History trivia games. Uh, but speaking of trivia, I got one more for you. One more game. I will tease that. If anyone wants to call in 815-298-7200 uh, in the next minute or two before uh, we play the game and let us uh, play the game along with us live on air, you're welcome to do that. Uh, but one more segment here. This came up. I was watching Jeopardy! Friday. This segment, it's called I've Had Enough. And I don't have a lot of research on this. I'm going to let you all do the research if you like, but I've had enough. The uh, answer on Jeopardy was James I, or maybe it was James VI. I don't remember. Here's the issue. They're the same guy. I've had enough of this. Let's, if we're going to be a, a, a royal monarch, uh, whether you're of England, Scotland, Orange, Mongolia, it doesn't matter to me. Just pick one name and go for it, Okay. And if it's like, oh, I'm James the Sixth because we already had James one through five of England or Scotland or whatever it was, you just override it. You're king. You get to override it. Okay. So James the First and James the Sixth, same guy. One was, one was his name for Scotland. One was his name for England. But it's like, just who's your king? Okay. Who's going to say, oh no, you can't be James the First. We already had a James the First. Well, I'll just say. I am James I, and listen, after I die, you guys can call me whatever you want to call me. But for the time being, I'm James I for both Scotland and England. I've had enough of this. Or just, what? there's so many names. What if you were uh, 21 Savage the first? He was on SNL last night, apparently. I think he's a rapper. I uh, did not stay up to see it. But there's not that many monarchs out there named 21 Savage. You could be unique. James, or you could, you know, everyone's got to be James or Richard. What if you were Jim or Dick? I've had enough. There you go. All right, one more game for you here, and then we're going to close this out with a song. Last game. No one took the bait on uh, on any of these calls here, but I prepared it nonetheless, and so I'm going to give it to you. Last listener game of the day. This is probably our longest ever telethon fundraiser live stream. But thank you everyone who's called in, who's listened. A lot of support, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I've had I've had a lot of fun, uh, both preparing and, and then you know executing it as well. Uh, President trivia: Who said it? Pretty simple. First quote: And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you; ask what you can do for your country. 
We already talked about RFK Jr. on the show. This one is uh, JFK. Number two, four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Starting off uh, trying to keep it simple here. That's Lincoln. Lincoln in his Gettysburg Address. <clears throat> Number three out of uh, five. Too many good docs are getting out of the business. Too many OBGYNs aren't able to practice their love with women all across the country. A heartfelt message from none other than George Bush, George W. Bush. Doesn't it feel strange that W came after H.W.? It's usually it's like, oh, I was the OG. I was George W. Bush, and then I had a kid, and he wanted you know to be the same but different, so we called him H.W. Other way around. A lot of people don't re- don't remember that. Penultimately, uh, uh, this is about Latin America. I didn't go down there with any plan for the Americas or anything. I went down to find out from them and learn their views. You'd be surprised. They're all individual countries. That was uh, in the 80s. Ronald Reagan. A little bit surprised that there were individual countries in Latin America, but the more you know. (laughs) And finally, this last President Trivia quote. You know what? Nickelback's all right. Nickelback's all right. If you're curious, that's Justin Trudeau. Gotcha. I was so waiting for someone to call in, and I was going to nail him with the Justin Trudeau slip-up, but uh, it's okay. You're listening. I still got you. You're probably sitting there thinking, "Mm, Herbert, Hoover, Coolidge, Taft. It could be a Polk or Taylor. No, it was Justin Trudeau. Nickelback's all right. Uh, there you go. That's uh, that's it for our games. I got one more thing for you here. Play a little song to close us out. Uh, before I, I shift over to the piano, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you for uh, calling into the show. Thank you for your donations. If you um, just donated today or afterwards, be on the lookout for a tote bag relatively soon. We'll get that shipped your way. Um, in case you're curious, uh, I know I don't stream on YouTube very often, but this isn't like a, oh, once a year, Quinn does a Beantown Podcast episode. We stream every single week. So go ahead and subscribe to Beantown Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, I don't publish weekly on YouTube. I just do audio uh, these days. But go ahead and uh, let us know you're out there. Leave us a five-star rating. Email us, Podcast at yahoo.com, all that good stuff. And, um, yeah. That's what I got for you. So we're going to choose a song to play us out. Seven telethons in the books now. All successful. This one, tech issues. But not the tech issues I thought. It was YouTube that was giving me a hard time. So it's always something. Right, guys? Uh, Let's move over to the piano a little bit here. Play a little tunage for you. And uh, that'll be how we close the show. So here we go.
Thank you very much. That's what I got. My name's Quinn David Furness. I'll check in on you next week. Stay safe, stay sane. Bye.